folks out there in the internet. This is George Cruz, your social media editor, and I guess senior staffer. I don't know. My title's probably the longest of the site uh, because I'm a prima donna. You just be social media editor. It doesn't ha- you don't have to say every single thing. Uh, uh, minority. Um, I'm here with Alex O'Neill, <laughs> editor in chief of RationalFashions.com. Non-minority. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're not going to pretend we're in the Weston lobby. We're actually both in our comfortable homes. Uh, but at PAX East, we did get to see, or I got to see Streets of Rage 4. And mm. you, sir, got to see it at PAX West at whatever location it takes place in. Some I, I saw it in a hotel room like deep into whatever hotel is the right. PAX West hotel. It was like on the like 19th floor or whatever. Right. So in, in at PAX West, it was sort of when it was announced, right? It was like the day or two before? Yeah, it was like that week. And it was like very much there in a low-key capacity. It wasn't on the floor. It wasn't for public consumption. Oh, okay. So yeah, this it was on the floor uh, yeah. at this showing. Um, so yeah, I am a huge Streets of Rage fan. And I'd like to think that in some way you were thinking of me when you went to go play it at PAX yeah, West. Yeah, I... I many of the questions I had for the developer, which I believe I talked to the director um, from Guard Crush were, Games, who is the developer for this. Yes, uh, were from you. So, and I, I most of what I asked him about was from you. Gotcha. So. And I talked to Ben from Lizard Cube actually, who was the le- artist at Lizard Cube who made uh, Wonder Boy and the Dragon's mm-hmm. Trap. Um, I want to say it was Wonder Boy. I keep I keep using Wonder Boy and. What's the other name for that fucking kid? I don't know. Monster, Monster World? Boy? Whatever it's called. But Something. Right. They made the uh, Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. And now they're sort of uh, working with Guard Crush Games on the Streets of Rage collab with uh, them taking care of a lot of the art. Um, so it's interesting that we've talked to two different folks then. I, pa- I talked to Ben as well. Oh, did you? Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about it because now like you had a perspective from it from PAX West and I played it recently as the guy who like was really, really excited to see this, but also, uh, have trepidations about it. But at the same time, I'm also not the person who's like, no, if you, you got to this right or like the legacy of it's ruined, like it could stand on its own regardless. But when you say this is Streets of Rage 4, I'm still coming in like, well, I have expectations uh, yeah, I don't want this to be a Sonic the Hedgehog for necessarily. Yeah, and I feel like you had more specific concerns where, like, I, I feel like my concerns as like a very not beat 'em up fan were more casual, right? Like, you were asking like, who's going to be doing the music? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? I think I asked um, Ben a variation of music four to five times. Hell yeah, I'm not surprised because uh, that was like the big thing that I asked, and, and at the time it was undecided. And I. Sounds like it might be decided, but they're not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah, um, it's weird. I, um, I mean, God bless everyone at Lizard Cube at Guard Crush Games and everyone involved with the Streets of Rage project. Uh, but since we are members of the press, it's hard. Sometimes it's 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 hard to tell when someone's shooting you straight. Uh, mm-hmm. And since I asked so many variations on the question, uh, I went from I'm pretty sure you know who it is to I'm not sure if you know who it is. At this point, <laughs> I I. I I, you're just throwing me for a loop now. I feel um, mm-hmm. because they made it clear that we are we understand, and they told you as well. We understand yeah. how important it is to get this right. Um, and they told me I don't know if they told you at the time, but they told me now that they're planning to have a whole like push and announcement trailer and everything for when they have that locked in. 
So that made me feel that you guys know what's going on. Yeah. But at a certain, but all the other questions, it may have just been like, all right, he may be just throwing me for a loop here, which is fine. That's just fair. No offense yeah. taken here. Which is cool. I mean, did did you talk to them about like the story of how this happened? Um, no. Well, actually, they made it sound very simple because they made it sound like, well, what else does Sega do? Like, oh, <laughs> Streets of Rage. Are, they, oh, I said, Are you guys doing anything for Streets of Rage? It's like, no, nah, we're not doing anything. And then they pitched them. It seemed incredibly yeah. simple. <laughs> that was, the, I mean, it was cool. To, and it's in my preview from, from PAX West of like, they, what I was playing was essentially what they made to pitch Sega. So the original build of the game that I played was like, they just like made it and they were like, here it is. This is what, if we did this, this is what it would look like. Can we do it? And they were like, yeah. Um, and I said to, to Ben, like straight up, uh, that sounds like basically a dream come true. <laughs> um, right. And, and it, it, it kind of feels like it in a lot of ways. It, it seems like if anyone was going to do this, it should be these people because they're the ones that kind of put it together and, and, and they really believe in it. Right. It's a, it's, I think it, I would say at first it was just Sega, but now we just live in a strange time where a lot of these developers who you would never, they themselves probably would never in their wireless dreams imagine to get their hands on a property from such a prolific and well-known uh, first party like Sega or Nintendo. They are being given like the keys to that stuff like Sonic Mania stuff with, I forget the name of the Legend of Zelda game by the Crypt of the Necrodancer folks. Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a wild time. And it's so fucking exciting. It's so, so It's cool. awesome because like, that's like a conversation, and I'm we've I, I bet we've had this separately, George. Of like, you and I, I feel are way more nostalgic for the B tier video game. Yes, like, I feel like very much all of um, uh, your like Lost Odysseys feature, like that column was all about that video game, um, to some extent. Uh, and indies have slowly filled in the gaps, and now that they're like, indies are filling in the gaps still, but now they're getting licenses to kind of. I'm not saying that like Streets of Rage 4 or Cadence of Hyrule is like going to be of some lower quality, but it's not like trying to reach for the stars, right? It's trying to be what it is and be creative in a smaller, more focused space. Uh, and that's what B tier games at their best did. Like that's what Earth Defense Force did. It's what Deadly Premonition did. Like you can focus in on a certain mood or style or thing. Like even if it's like a beat em up, like a specific genre that isn't utilized a lot now. Um, and if you get this license to do that, like you are suddenly going to be in this great pantheon of, of this franchise. And I, I just think that's so cool that that natural extension of what indie games kind of were in 2009, 2008, 10 years later is like coming to fruition. And it's right. It's great. It, it's really, it's good really cool. Um, but with that being said, I, obviously a big thing was the music. And well, the, I played a build of the, when I played my demo, I was playing with someone else and we didn't have any music. So, and I think there is like either when you played it, uh, was it stock music or did they tell you it's like music from the older games? It was placeholder music. Okay. So it's just placeholder music. So I didn't hear anything, but in order, in terms of like how it played, it played pretty damn well because while we were playing it, I inadvertently found myself humming Streets of Rage music while we were playing nice, uh, in between asking questions. Um, so the way it plays, uh, and Ben also mentioned that they're going very much uh, stick to what the old franchise was, specific to the point that they still add the sort of friendly fire, which I'm not 100% sure. Like, when we asked, like, can you turn that off? I was like, no, you can't turn that off. I was like, well, things can change, I assume. 
But that seems a little <laughs> too dedicated to that because yeah. as much as I understand that that was a thing, it come on guys, it's a little it's a little it's a little much. It was a lot for me too. That was a yes. a big sticking point in my demo was friendly fire. I kept I kept hurting Ben who I was playing with a lot. Right, and I was playing with another press member and it's like listen, we like I don't want to have there's a lot of small talk going around in packs. I don't want to have the small talk of like me accidentally hitting you and then you faking aggression. Like, oh man, you're gonna, I'm gonna get you back. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need this at all. But yeah, I think like, but but there's like a like a justification for that too. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't like Streets of Rage the game that like when you beat it, like you have to fight the other person? That's Double like Dragon. That's Double Dragon. Okay. Yeah, that's Double Dragon. No, no, no. Streets of Rage is about like a bunch of kids fighting crime because the cops won't do it themselves something like that um but yeah so that was a little concerning but it it plays well and i asked them like so are you looking at stuff like scott pilgrim or double dragon neon um and i and they they told me that yes but i didn't feel it in the in in just terms of movement and uh you know combat but mainly i was asking that because i feel like the beat-em-up genre sort of fell to the wayside because it feels so simple, maybe? Like, it's so straightforward. Like, there's not a lot of replayability. Something like Scott mm-hmm. Pilgrim added, like, like here's all these stats and these items and ways to build your character and, like, to build your character with, as, with a partner. Um, and Streets yeah. of Rage definitely never had any of that. Uh, I think yeah. 3 may have been a bit more involved, but no one remembers 3. And I brought that up. Like, so are we looking... Is this just like pretending three didn't happen and just going off two? And it's like, yes, it's very much going off of what two and one did. Yeah, I I mean, I, I think I was a little less gentle. I like I kind of consider those games pretty archaic. Like No, yeah, totally. Uh like beyond redemption to some extent. Like I don't know how you can sell <laughs> a game like this, especially like the idea of a sixty dollar beat 'em up is like boggling to me right. i don't think that can i don't get the impression that they're going to do that absolutely not but it's just like it, it it brings up the valid question of like what do you how do you make this worthwhile like right. what, what's the hook in streets of rage 4 mm-hmm. and that's the thing i wasn't able to get and that's the thing that gets me worried like hey if it's like a few levels streets of rage for 20 dollars, i'll play it and buy it but i don't think it's in terms of like word of mouth and how the review score is going to look for the person just looking for a new streets like oh they made two streets of rage game it's like a 6.5 uh which is fine it, like it's yeah. just it's a beat-em-up game but you know may not be exactly what anybody involved in the development of this project may be looking for mm-hmm. um, i feel like they have an idea though because I, totally. I feel like like wonder boy uh like fit was in a very similar boat and they, they turned that into something and that's like a that's more than just the their remake too. That's like turned into its own like little franchise, I believe. So, uh, I don't know. I I I still have faith. And what's every what I keep coming back to is that these are the guys to make it right. These are this is Absolutely. the team that should make this game. So like even if ultimately it's just another one of those games, which is the worst case scenario, I think it's still going to be worth it. Right. And I think it's still very. It feels early. It's a little too early to say either way. Um, mm-hmm. Like the build I played, what like they're not allowing press to like capture footage, like even from the shoulder. Uh, mm-hmm. They're very much keeping it like a little like oh here, like this is what we have so far. 
I don't know. Again, I, I can't tell if this was. It, it seemed more advanced than a build you would show to pitch someone, uh, but mm-hmm. it was still like a little framey. Uh, but the art looks fantastic. You could definitely looks so tell. Good. It looks so goddamn yeah. good. Uh, yeah. And you could definitely tell that they care and they paid attention to what Streets of Rage looks like. Um, yeah, honestly, like I would, I would even go so far as to compare it to something like Cuphead in that, like, the way the art yeah. comes together in the style, it's like, man, nothing. And they're looks like, like this. big too. It's not like Wonder Boy; like it's a little zoomed out because it's a platformer. These are like big, sp- like big, big ca- character art that is taking mm-hmm. up a lot of the screen. It looks so good. Yeah, it's super stylish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's much else to say. I just really wanted to talk to you, Alex, since you played it before, and how I yeah. feel about it. I feel positive but i do have concerns uh and again i'm not the kind of per- i'm not in the boat of being like the- they have to do this right for the honor of streets of rage like this is I- i'm glad they got the chance to do it and mm-hmm. i'm interested to see where they go from here and i think they should from talking to them i again i don't know if they're putting the front of being like no 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 like we're being authentic as possible being like you you can like advance this a little bit. You don't have to be like die hard to the book. Like it's 2019. Like a lot of video games have happened since then. Um, yeah, I think my hope is that that maybe that stuff starts to come together toward the end when they start looking at this as a whole product. Um, but it's it, you know it's what we've mostly leaned on here of like ultimately there's no better folks to ask to make this. Um, so I think. Streets of Rage fans will be happy in so like in the same way that the the folks making this as Streets of Rage fans are happy. So, right. So that's our thoughts on Streets of Rage Four. I guess an update on Streets of Rage Four from PAX East. Uh, There is a lot more PAX East coverage on the site. I know it's been at least a week at this point since PAX East is over, but there's still a lot of great impressions and hands-on writing and uh, Shake Shack commentary. Uh, on irrationalpassions.com. Um, so, Alex, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you so much, George. Right. And if you're st- if while you're here at the Irrational Passions Presents feed, you should uh, explore it and, and hang around. Uh, but yeah. thank you so much for listening, listener. Um, I guess since if we do any more of the, I don't know if we're doing any more of these PAX East discussions, but uh, uh, yeah. If we do, they'll be here. Yes, they will be. So for Alex and for me and for everyone in Rational Passions, I'm speaking for everyone. Take care. Bye.